I really appreciate you doing this. It's Valentine's Day, you're ill, but you're still taking the time to answer the questions that we had prepared. What do you think men are doing wrong? I just want to clarify, um, sorry about my voice. Whatever I say, it's not about every guy out there. So I don't want guys to take it personally and think, oh, well, I'm not like that. So it's not about that. It's just, I'm talking about some guys, some situations, some women, okay? It's not always about what men are doing wrong. I think it's just the way men are raised. Um, that can be a factor in how they are. So I'm not saying all the time either. I'm not, it's not always about how they are raised. But I think that's a very generic question in, in a sense, like, because there's a lot of things that happen in relationships, a lot of good, a lot of bad. So it would it depends on like, what kind of area are you asking in regards to? Me and Dash will have had this conversation where she's she went to private school, she was educated, she was taught to question things, she did a degree, she is a professional, she kind of worked her way up the career ladder. And then you're expected to be this other person in a relationship. And so that's probably one extreme where she's always taught to question things and kind of fight for her exactly. uh, place so within. Yeah. On, on the other end of the scale, there's potentially the expectation of men for the woman to be subservient. I am the man. I tell you what to do. Mm. And you should do what I say. The man has changed and it is both sides now. So if a woman is like that, it's a, I think it's a great thing. Um, even now to today, I mean, it's not even just before, even today, even today you'll get women saying, or your mother saying, your, your grandma Bibia saying, like the girl, right? And I think that is so wrong because why, why women, why do we? So I look your job kind of and that why, why can't the guy kind of give in, you know? And um, I'm not saying guys don't, but it doesn't help when people around us, you know, if there's two people in a relation and people around us are saying, oh, yeah, you know what, you should, dictating sort of thing. It's like they shouldn't be doing that because they've already lost as women by saying these things and giving the women a second class. And that's not what, you know, even Granada, they didn't put women down like that. And we do that. If you're not married yet, Benji, and uh, I can think of scenarios where somebody is courting, so they're going to get married, or they they have the intention to get married, and they're having lots of conflicts and lots of fights. Are you saying that it doesn't matter so much about having conflict, it's about whether you have the means of communicating to be able to resolve that conflict? I think it's the depth of arguments you have. And um, it can be very confusing because of what we see around us. So from what I see, you do see couples who probably argue a lot, but then they love each other as much. And it's like they'd rather be together and be arguing with each other than actually splitting up and living without each other. Um, but then you got couples who are like, you know what, we argue too much, that's it, done. But I think both works. I think both is okay. I don't think there's like a wrong or right answer and the more I speak about relations more I speak about women men and personality traits I realize how actually big of a how how many things you can actually speak about in regards to these things and issues I get a lot of messages from males saying you know what should I be 
asking a bibi if I meet somebody, what should I be looking for in somebody? So it'd be interesting to get the other perspective, like the female perspective. What is the right way to approach somebody? Well, the key way to approach a person is obviously we all know the arranged marriage way. But even in, in that regard, things are starting to change. They started to, there's um, some CQ websites, I think. Um, one of the aunties was telling me uh, about some websites I should sign up on. Even that's come up now, which wasn't there before, uh, where you can meet people and speak to people. I think as long as you are trying to get with somebody in a respectful way, you approach them in a respectful way, your aim is to marry them to settle down with them um then i think you're going about it the right way right and so whether it's you know through someone or if it's through one of those apps you know no judgment um and or even yourself if you've got the guts to kind of ask or even talk about marriage to this person yourself then fine some may not agree some may but i'm just giving I'm just saying that obviously these three are the options. And if you are doing a respectful way and for the right reasons, and you asked another question, um, also what what men look for, I mean, what women look for in men, was it? Um, I think it varies obviously from woman to woman. Some might want a confident guy because they're a confident woman. So, you know, for example, with me, if I if I was to meet somebody, he has to be, I mean, for me, he doesn't, he doesn't have to be confident. He doesn't have to be, you know, he could, he could be, maybe he's not that confident. But because I'm into my fitness and martial arts, he's got to be on the same level as that. So he needs to be a guy that is into gym or is into martial arts. But saying that, um, that can always change for me as well. I'm one of them. I think personality will probably pull me more than anything. Um, whereas some women, it might be ambition. Or they might be want to be with somebody who's got you know a good a job you know he can pay, he gets paid well. I think it, it just totally depends on the woman what she is like and then probably compatible to that. Or some people that just they just don't mind you know they just might go for the looks and then realize oh there's a whole lot of baggage behind that look. When I'm at Dashagor, she had yeah. she had this like folded up pieces of paper with thirty different questions. And oh wow okay yeah i had that was our first interaction it was a bit like an interrogation and i had to pass each question in order to progress onto the next stage of the next question and, and the next meeting yeah Whereas i didn't have any questions for her i thought she's a gursig she does Gitan, she must be amazing and that was just amazing enough to be that was enough to you. A in your opinion do you think it's important for somebody to have some idea of what the other person's interests are, whether they're on the same page about something, whether they have the same goals, like whether they both want to have kids or whether they both want to live with in-laws or not or move to a different country? Or do you think it's more about having a connection and then those things evolve over time? What's your opinion? I think it would be wise to kind of clarify things. So if, you know, I was supposed to be with somebody um, if I'm talking to somebody and then they say, oh, well, I don't want kids in the future. You know, for me, that would be a no-go because I, I do want kids hopefully one day. So for me to be someone who's told me from the start that, you know, I don't want kids, it's like, what am I continuing for? So I don't think it makes sense for somebody to ask these relevant questions. So obviously what Darshan Benji did was actually good. <laughs> um it's quite funny actually because I've never heard someone to do that. Um, but 
you know, that it is kind of clever in a way what she done because, you know, she's clarifying everything in the future. So she, you know, she's moving on thinking, okay, you know, he said this, this is, but you know what the sad thing about all this is sometimes you can ask questions, get the right answers that you want to hear, but it's not followed through. And that's the sad thing because you've made promises. You said, you'll do this. You said, you'll do that. Or, you know, you've ticked the right boxes, uh, kind of pretended to be into the same things maybe but it's not actually been that and and it's scary because that's what it is actually like now as well um how people can just portray a certain picture of themselves and it's not the same picture after and and that's why I think divorce rates are up as well now because it's like when people find out or you know they're not getting along it's like that's it we're gone sort of thing yeah whereas before they'll probably let it go I was having a conversation with a girl the other day in relation to the podcast and she yeah. was saying how she was with somebody for five years yeah. and as soon as they got married, the person flipped. And I was shocked at that because I thought with arranged marriage, you don't really know somebody. So yeah, they can put on a bit of a pretense. But if you know them beforehand, you know what they're like, you know their family, exactly. you know their friends. <clears throat> um, so I was surprised that someone can keep up a facade for that long it's and then smart, after yeah. married after they get married yeah. then the person can change um, exactly and uh you know people do change and it's sad and you you hear cases of people are together for years um and then they moved on really quick as well it happens and it's scary it just gets scarier out there if you ask me and that's why it's harder to get married as well it's harder because people just i'm not even too sure i think do they call me leah i don't know but I think it's harder. I, I have lots of patients who struggle now, and I think it it wasn't this difficult. Even though there was less options back in the days, you'd go to the Gurdwara maybe and put your name down, or you'd ask Ristadars yeah. before social media and before the internet. That's but, what I mean, that why is it harder now when we have more social media platforms, we have more people in the world, you know, there's more connections, more people are more confident, you know, uh, people are more like, you know, they speak up, and, but you still get more divorce rates and everything, like, and it's hard to get rich then, you know, it's, it, it's just like, what? Whereas before, you didn't have all this, and you could fix people up like that. The reason things don't work out for long term these days is because people want it easy they want the e- an easy way out so if I was in a relationship I would want to fight for it and I would want to um you know try and make it work because if I've started a journey I should want to finish it not just you know be with this person oh it's hard so let me move on to the next one oh it's difficult again let me move on that's not how it should be but um so that's the main reason I think that things don't work out for people is because, you know, it's it's the whole understanding is one, obviously what I mentioned earlier, and two, you you, you see easy way and you run, basically. Can I share my opinion on that? <clears throat> sure. Everyone has their own opinion. By the way, I'm not trying to say I'm all right, but it's 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 just something what I think because of experience. I am reading Will Smith's autobiography at the moment, and he talks about his issues with Jada Pinkett, who's his still his wife. Uh-huh. And um, they were, obviously, they don't come from a Sikh background, so they don't have perhaps the same values or the same uh, ideologies. But 
he was saying how when they were going to get married, they they wanted to have run a marathon together. And then if they made it through the 24 miles, that would be a symbolism for marriage, how it was going to be that tough and that grueling um, and that difficult and, and take that much endurance for them. But at the end, it was going to be worth it and they'd be coming out of that thing together. And I feel like with marriage now, we watch a lot of movies and myself included, and we have this Disney interpretation or this Bollywood interpretation of what relationships are like. And then when they're challenging, then it's like, wait a minute, I didn't know this was part of it. So we do um, potentially more willing. Yeah, because I mean, everyone has ups and downs, obviously. And you know that you're married. Yeah. I'm sure you've had problems where you're like, ah, oh, headache, like, you know, stress and you know, and then there's times you're so happy and you're like, whoa, did we ever have problems? You know, you go through both. That also links into then um, love as well when people say, oh, you know, we love each other and all that. And I think, you know, it's true. Like people want a stress-free life like the the movies, but it's, it's, it's not like that. And you will have problems. People make mistakes. You know, people want it all cushy. They want it, you know, argument free stress free that's the kind of life they want but they need to realize it's not always going to be like that i mean maybe it could be like that if they get with somebody who's you know as we were talking before we went live about women who just take it um and they'll just listen to anything you know the in-laws say or the husband says just because it will make them happy and and, and necessarily and sometimes it's not even something she would necessarily do but it's just doing it for them Darshanko's opinion on that is that it will always come out in some way. So if you have suppressed mm. anger or, or anxiety or resentment, it will come out in potentially illness or, or mental health issues. And she said it's never just a person yeah. being submissive. That, that energy, that negative energy has to go somewhere. We talked earlier about confidence and how you come across really confident. And I think that's what attracts a lot of people to your your energy and your page. And a lot of people um, follow you because of that reason. But we talked about how for men, some men may potentially be intimidated by that same confidence. What are your thoughts yeah. on men being scared of confident women? Um, I think... Some men like that the women are confident. So my one of my best friends, she's married, and her husband and her, the reason they got together was because she does boxing, and they, he really like liked that about her. And obviously everything else, you know, her personality. But on top, when he found out she does boxing, he was full on like, oh yeah, punchier. Like you know, he made a thing out of it. Like he was really passionate about what she does. Whereas you might get some guys who, where the woman is confident, she has a page running or anything like that. She's good at something. But they will be like, mm, you know, we don't need to, you know, it's like they're trying to push it to the side or they would want them to stop it completely, which makes me think that, okay, clearly those types of guys fear confident women. Maybe in their head, that's not normal. That's not how women should be. And if the women are confident and if they do stand their ground and if they are doing great and they're out there, it's like, ha, oh, guri daya. And it's like, 
but I bet you if it was a guy out there and a guy was confident, it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter, it's fine. It would be just classed as, you know, normal behaviour. And that's not fair. And that's why one of the reasons I run the page, uh, Combat Court, on Instagram, because I want people to combat these issues. I want women to come out and, you know, be more confident. And if they are in a relationship right now where they feel the guy makes them feel inferior or makes them feel feared um, or, you know, feels like they're controlling them, they need to come out of it they do and I know I've heard before about women saying oh but I'm too weak right no you're not weak by saying you're weak you're making yourself weak you anyone is strong enough to leave anyone right as long as you know you know in my head I don't deserve this treatment I deserve better and that's not ego talking that oh I deserve better it's just self-love you know someone's disrespecting you or swearing at you or anything like that you need to know that you need to step away if it's not stopping because that is mental abuse as well. Um, and and I hope, you know, even with my page that people are kind of getting influenced because I, I do get people coming up to me and saying, oh, I saw this video. You're like, you got this weight ball and you're just smashing it. I love it. And it's like, yes, that's the kind of energy I want women to have. You know, be the best human you can be and be most confident, be the most positive. And how would you increase your confidence? I, I used to be very shy and timid and Dershaw used to call me a mute. Um, and she used to say, I can't believe I married a mute. And now I can't stop talking. How do you bring the confidence out in somebody, particularly like myself? I probably would struggle in today's day and age, how I was then. Yeah. Because was very shy. Do you have any recommendations for guys or, or girls who are suffering from shyness or low self-esteem or low confidence? Well, from my own experience, um, I wasn't born confident, obviously. Um, I think tough times made me confident. And I know they say tough time makes you stronger, but for me, it wasn't just making me stronger. It made me more confident. Um, so I am grateful for any pain I've got throughout my life um, any obstacles I've had to face whether it's because of extended family um, I don't know falling out with friends or um, when my engagement broke off um, all those things made me more confident more stronger woman and I could see more clearly what I deserve and what I need in my life instead of what I want because there's always a difference between what you want and what you actually need for yourself. When people do go through things, I think it's the way you handle it. So with me, obviously, I decided to take the positive out of what I went through. And obviously, I brought out um, positive personality traits. So for me, confidence is a good personality trait, right? Having confidence. Um, and obviously, with my comeback call, I started doing it more. I started posting more. I started, you know, and I think for everyone, it's different. Like, some people go through things, but they won't um, let that help them grow. But and I think that's important for them, too. Um, so definitely one would be obviously going through obstacles and coming out stronger and more confident. Number two would be um, being active. Um, so if you join 
a gut team or if you do if you want to join MMA if you want to join uh, taekwondo any of these things or even just sports you know uh, playing tennis football cricket anything be more active and I think these kind of things or even gym my favorite um if you do these things it helps your confidence as well uh being fit physically if you're in a long-term relationship in particular, I was as well prior to getting into Sikhi. I was in a long-term relationship, got into Sikhi, so then broke that off. And that was a number of years as well. So I think that that period of when you're so familiar and so used to having a person in your life, having that confidant, having that companionship, and then to lose that, I think yeah. that can be such a jarring, traumatic experience. Sometimes yeah. it, it can be like grieving especially it's probably worse than grieving in a way because you can see that other person has moved on or or is potentially just there at the at the end of the phone um so there's a lot of potential magnetism driving you back to or habitual behavior driving you back to that person how how do you get the strength to overcome that which is potentially the most traumatic thing someone's going to go through in their young life so um like with every time you ask me a question, I'm going to start with myself. So if, um, my recent uh, depressing episode was in April, May time. And if I'm honest, it didn't, it knocked me down, but it didn't knock my confidence down. So I was knocked down in the sense of, um, <clears throat> I'm not going to lie and I'll be open about this. I was very upset. I was, um, I lost my voice then as well, but I wasn't ill. It was actually because of what I was going through. Um, because when I found out I was crying so much, so I, I lost my voice. And and that's like, and for me, when I look back, I'm thinking that's a joke. Like, I can't believe I lost my voice, but you know what? At the same time, I'm like, no, I'm not going to beat myself up about it because I actually got low it just meant I have a heart it means I had love I had care for that person right <clears throat> for when my engagement ended and um it, it was like um so 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 that happened that I you know I lost my voice um I didn't really want to go to work but I did I dragged myself out of bed didn't really want to eat couldn't really sleep and that was just about a week and that's after a week I bounced back up and I was just like, is that normal? So not only did my engagement end, you see, um, this person moved on. And it was hard, like, because you mentioned, it's hard to see that it was really hard um, that, you know, we just broke up two weeks back and then it, it was just ended and you just moved on. Um, you know, and that's why I felt like I can't lift myself. But my confidence was still there because when I went to work or when I went to gym or was meeting my friends, you know, the confidence was still there. I was still taught to people. And, and I'm thankful to Maharaj that he didn't knock my confidence down. Yeah, he knocked me down because obviously I had expectations, which I could maybe say kind of my fault too. But um, I'm thankful to Maharaj that it wasn't enough to kind of knock my self-esteem, my confidence and whatnot. Whereas some people do get like that. Some people's confidence is knocked down. Some people's self-esteem is down because of what they're going through. But to bring it back up, you need to realise to live in the moment. That's what you need to do. You need to live in the moment. So right now, where are you? These are the kind of things that can help a person when they're going through a bad time. Where are you? Are you in your bedroom? Are you in the kitchen? What can you see? Oh, I can see my bottle of spray. 
um, I can see my bathrobe, you know, look around you, live in that present. That really helps. What, what can you smell? I can smell fresh air. What can I hear? Oh, I can hear my brother talking to my dad. That's where I am right now. Live in the present. And it's true. If you live in the present, he did to me and she did to me. Because that's what's depressing the person of what they went through. And that's why your self-confidence, your self-esteem will come down. Because you keep thinking about something that's happened. All you can do is basically move forward um, by living in the present and thinking about, okay, what I'm going to do now about it, go and get a new hobby, go to the gym, let that stress out. And it's okay to cry as well. I'm not even saying, oh, you know, be a boss woman or a boss man all your life. And no, you know, um, you are going to be, go- you, you will hit a rock. And you know what? The truth is life is always going to give you obstacles always and that's life it's about how you face them and how you go about them and the and and what you need to do is when you are hit with an obstacle try and come out of it positive have your cry I'm not even saying that have your cry have your junk food you know watch movies do what you need to do but then after that all the crying and all the depression give yourself some time and be like no I'm going back out and once you've gone back out and once you are and I don't mean back out like oh actually step out the door yeah you can do that one as well but as in get out of that sadness for a second and where you're actually going through life and you're enjoying life again you're thinking oh I'm getting better now but then you might fall again something might trigger you and you might feel sad again you might cry again but that's okay as well as long as you know you're making steps like that and you're trying because it's hard to get up once you fall and but if you do it yourself you're a warrior and we're all warriors I believe we're all warriors and we all have tools to get through things we all have tools to get through depression anxiety but we just need to you know learn to use them we need to learn to overcome and think that okay this is going to be hard work just how whatever you're going through was hard work to get back up will be hard work but you just need to kind of get through it um, by turning yourself you know listen to all the options you have like the things you can do in life things you are you have in life and I think one last thing we forget to be grateful for things we do have hence when the bad things come to us we think it's the end all and be all because we don't look around us and think oh hold on a second I have family do you know how many people out there don't have families, don't have real parents, don't have siblings? And you're sitting there with mom, dad, granddad, grandma and whatnot. And, you know, be thankful for that. And when you start thinking about things you have and friends as well, like I have amazing friends. I'm so thankful for that as well. You know, and I remind myself as I through everything that I have a great supportive family. I have one brother, mom, dad, who I live with, um, support me through everything, always have. Um, and friends as well and even community like you know maybe your local sangat maybe um always count the good in life and these are things will uplift you 110% out of that rut you're in i think that's really good advice for somebody who perhaps can't find a partner even uh, and as good for somebody who's going through a tough time in any phase of life whether it's through uh, a relationship um, one more thing some people think that being with somebody uh, will give them that happiness. So, you know, say if you're going through a breakup and then you just kind of move on to somebody else. Some people might think that, oh, you get that from that person. You just need to latch on to someone. No, you're a stronger person if you've gone through a breakup or you've gone through a hard time in life and you've gone through it yourself. That's so much better because you're healing. You, you know, you're doing you. 
you concentrate on a new, focus on you, maybe growing your sicky without having to lean on someone else. So trust me, having a partner ain't always the answer. Wendy, I think we're going to have to do a part two because uh, there's so much more I want to ask you. But yeah, it's been, a, it's been a good conversation, if I'm yeah, totally honest. Yeah. I think it will add a lot of value to people. I want to ask you a bit of a contentious thing, and it's related to cost, because when me and Darshika were getting married, um, yeah. someone asked us what cost we were, and I was thinking, oh, what does that matter? But in... in cost of it. Yeah, the real-life scenario is that... Even though the two people might not care, the extended family might care. And so that is, I think, still prevalent in our community. What are your thoughts on caste system? And is that something someone should ask before they potentially go any further to avoid issues later on? I think no, you don't need to ask, right? At the same time, I think if you asked what's wrong with that, you know, if I just ask you, like, oh, yeah, what what, what cast are you supposed to be or, you know, in that kind of way. But I think what it is in Sikhi, Maharaj got rid of it because when you take Amrit, obviously you become the same, don't you? You're doing the same things. You're doing the same, like Nitra, Simran, Kirtan. You're doing the same thing, so then it doesn't matter. But I think if you're... Amritarian and you're not doing these things and it should be then obviously it becomes a problem because you probably do these rituals <laughs> and where can people get in contact with you I know you have a YouTube page I was watching it yesterday so I'm going to link to that in the description box below thank There's you Instagram yep where else can they where Instagram can they contact you? I got Twitter um, and that was thank you to Basics of Sikhi um, I actually got Twitter because um, on Independence Women's Day they had put a video of me doing Gatka so and thankful for that. Um, and then I decided to kind of make my own page. So come back call on Twitter. I also made a TikTok. Um, so come back call on t- TikTok. Um, and that's it. Oh, and Facebook. Uh, I got a Facebook page as well. Come back call. So. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time. I really no appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Thank you, you very much. Yeah. And uh, I hope no one's been offended by what I said. It's all like personal experiences that I felt I, I wanted to share and what I went through. And, um, you know, I'm, and I'm not trying to say all guys are the same. I'm not trying to say all women are the same. So I just want to clarify that again. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye.